It's your boy G. This is the Big and Lean in 15 podcast, episode 6, Black Friday Double Take. Today we're going to talk Thanksgiving and Black Friday, NPC community and the bodybuilding scene. And I have a special guest from Hayes, Kansas here, Brock Johnson. Before we get started, uh, I am George Hyman. This is the Big and Lean in 15 podcast. As always, you can find me on Instagram at American Aesthetics. And without further ado, here's Brock Johnson. How's it going, you guys? Hope you guys had a good holiday. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things here today, a few things that we find pretty important for people our age especially, um, especially people who want to be entrepreneurs, people in the fitness community, really anyone. So, All right, man, so let's get into it. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, um, one of my favorite holidays for sure. Um, growing up as a kid, you know, it's nice having a week off of school. And then, uh, you know, you Thanksgiving is a great holiday, has a lot of good tradition. Um, I think it's been kind of modified, manipulated in today's world. Um, Definitely become more of a stressful thing than, than yeah. something to enjoy, you know, with family, it seems like. Definitely. I think... Um, Thanksgiving is great. I love it. I love all the food. I know Brock loves his gravy, man, but... Gotta love that gravy. <laughs> gravy on everything. Man. Gravy. Put gravy on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but for real, on a serious note, guys, um, you know, Thanksgiving is something that's supposed to bring people together, and uh, it's symbolic of our country's pastime, um, and more importantly, you know, uh, people coming together for a meal... Uh, which is not something that happens very often in today's world. Yeah, rarely. Uh, rarely. I mean, in some senses, it's almost a shame that it takes a holiday to bring your loved ones together. Um, you know, I wish we would get more of that just in normal life, but I think that's the way the world has come to. It's, it's just so fast-paced that it's, re- it's really, really hard to get people together, uh, especially family and friends um, without, you know, bribing them to come or, or some sort of, uh, obligation, I guess. So it almost makes us think about what does Thanksgiving even mean anymore? You know, it seems like the symbolism of Thanksgiving has changed so much in the past, you know, even 10 or 20 years, this whole big black Friday deal, you know, cyber Monday coming up, you know, it just seems like the whole family atmosphere is kind of going by the wayside and it's becoming, more about shopping you know yeah it, it's it's really sad to see um yesterday was thanksgiving and uh me and brock we went and picked up a couple beers just for some thanksgiving dinner um and we drove past best buy and at like what was that about noon yeah it was about noon yeah about 12 o'clock on thanksgiving there was a line out the door of people waiting to get in best buy and i mean obviously that's not anything you guys are surprised by now um, when you think about it, but 15, you, 15, 20 years ago, that, I mean, everyone was with their family. You know, yeah, sitting around a table. I mean, it's hard. It's hard enough for us to to gather around a table as family and friends. You know, just this one time a year, let alone you know, throw it all by the wayside just to go stand in line outside of some store all night. Yeah, I mean, just, it just to maybe crazy. what save like a hundred or two hundred bucks on something. I mean, it it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I hear stories all the time of oh so and so camped out for a week long and it sounds like funny and 
just hearing it. But then when you actually see it, it's almost kind of mind blowing how it's like, you know, you, you are literally wasting one of the, the best days of the year, the best opportunity of the year to spend time with your loved ones all for some material objects. Um, and I mean, I think we all definitely prioritize material stuff more than we need to, but it's, it's almost to a point now where it's getting out of hand and I don't really know if I like it. Um, so it's just, I wish Thanksgiving was more traditional and more about the stuff that really matters in this life. Um, you know, family, friends, and loved ones. Good food. Good food, man. Um, oh, don't even get me started yeah. on the food, man. Football games in the yard, you know. Yeah, some backyard football. I mean, what happened to Charlie Brown, man? Charlie Snoop, Brown, dude. by the wayside. Man. Charlie Brown. I bet they don't even show Charlie Brown Thanksgiving to the kids in school anymore. That's that's a damn shame if they don't show Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or Christmas in school. Um, but for real, guys, you know, uh, just something to think about. You know, think about what you're truly thankful for and it, you know that driving by that store yesterday with George really took me back and made me think about wow like what what is there really to be thankful for in this life is it you know a brand new xbox brand new phone a brand new computer you know or is it spending time with the people you love you know you never know when someone's going to be gone or you know I, I know that's a sad way to think about things but you know you never know what could happen in this world you take you should never take that stuff for granted and that's just it's just kind of something that bothered me yesterday a little bit that I'd like to put out there and that George and I had been talking and thinking about how the world's changing like that. Yeah, I, I agree 100%, Brock. I, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's sad to see how the world has changed. Um, not that the world is a bad place anymore. I really do think there's a lot of good in this world, but I would like to stop some of the stuff that's happening now. Um, of course, me and Brock contributed to the problem because... At last night at about 10 o'clock, after we ate dinner with our families, we were right down there with those Black Friday. Hey, man, you got to get those deals. Like, you can't pass up some of the deals. Like, I get it, man. They're, some of the stuff they're offering, it's impossible to say no to. But, but just some food for thought, literally and figuratively, because it is Thanksgiving. Um, just think about it, guys. And think, one, about, think about what you're thankful for. You know? Yeah, one thing I have to say, guys, is... is do not be afraid to tell your loved ones that you love them and and thank them for anything you know um life's just too short and that's something that i think we all take for granted and it's very easy to so just just some food for thought take just think about it guys and maybe uh make somebody else's day you know um pass it on, you know, pat, pay it forward just a little bit. You'd be surprised what'll, ha what'll come of that. So mm -hmm. make up, make someone else feel thankful, you know? Yeah. Thankful for you for something you did for them. Yeah. So, I all mean, right. that's about all I got on that topic. You got anything else? Yeah, you no, I bring think up? that's it. Let's, no. let's talk NPC, man. Okay. Let's talk the NPC community. Let's talk. So, um, get into the dirty for any of you guys who are kind of new to the fitness scene, don't really know what's going on. Um, NPC is a uh, bodybuilding fitness organization um, national physique comp competition or competitors is what it stands for I think something like that I don't, I don't know for sure basically um, what it is is a organization or a sport um, people compete in they call them shows basically 
Um, if you're a NPC competitor, you're someone who goes through a you know a several month long transformation or it's a uh, rigorous a rigorous transformation. Yeah, it's it's a rigorous process. It's a grinding process, and it, and it will eat you alive. Um, I've never officially done it, so I cannot speak 100%. But I know lots of people who have. Um, I've witnessed people do it. I've done simulated preps um, where I go through the same process as someone doing a show or a competition would do, and I cut it off at the last week right before you cut water just because that's not something I wanted to do. Um, but it was kind of just a measuring stick for me. I wanted to see where my body was at and where my mind was at. Um, but short, long story short, if you're an NPC competitor, you go to these events that you prepare for months in advance, just like a regular athlete would. You train, um, you have to eat right, you have to basically condition yourself and your body to be in the best uh, looking form possible. And usually that comes in a very lean, uh, low body fat, very muscular toned um, physique. And then you step on on a stage and you're judged by, they call them judges, based on the way you look, different characteristics, how well you pose, um, how symmetrical your body is. Um, you basically are subject to other people's opinions for five minutes on stage. And then at the end of it, they compare everyone's results and they decide who the winner is. Um, the idea off the top sounds really cool. It, there is a lot of cool stuff about it. It is a very competitive environment. Um, but there's some stuff about it that I don't like also, which has been the re main reason I have yet to compete in a show. Um, so, I don't know. Brock, from your standpoint, I know you're not a super uh, intense guy when it comes to fitness. You're definitely an in-shape, healthy guy. You like to take care of yourself. But you're not in it more so for the uh, physical, um, cosmetic yeah, it's uh, advantages. Yeah, more the health for me, you know. Yeah, so, so from, from your point of view, where, where do you see um, the NPC scene? What do you take away from it? I don't know. I think there's a lot of benefits to it, like the motivational aspect and, you know, the process of, of being able to do something like that, you know, being able to push yourself to the limits and stuff like that. But I also see a lot of... I don't know, a lot of people trying to get into it that aren't necessarily fit to be in a competition like that necessarily. When you say fit, you mean know. fit as in... No, no, not like... Just underprepared, underprepared all around, yeah. you know? And I agree with that, man. I uh, That's one of the biggest takeaways I have from it um, now is that with the social media being such a big thing... Um, the sport of bodybuilding and fitness in general has taken off in the last 10 years. Um, really, uh, in prior de years and decades, um, you know, the only people who really knew about bodybuilding were the select few people who were genuinely interested in it. Um, it was kind of, you know, they just kind of shoved it under the rug and it was there, but it wasn't really a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you had your guys like Arnold and even Franco Colombo were the big ones in uh, the 70s. Uh, but 
Arnold didn't really get famous for bodybuilding. He's more known for for his movies. Um, yeah. You know, and then the 80s came around and bodybuilding was this huge, like, you had the WWE, um, all these jacked dudes just beating the shit out of each other. And um, you had, you know, um, like aerobics, stuff like that. You had all the neon clothes and, like, the flashy hair and stuff like that. And fitness was still around, but there just wasn't a way to market themselves to the general public. All they were in was magazines and home workout videos. But now, with social media, just about everybody and their mother has probably seen... Yeah one of the top five male or female bodybuilders or fitness models in the world. Um, you may not know who they are, but you see them and you're like, holy shit, like who is that? You know, that I see girls all the time on Instagram, like, damn, that girl is really hot. You know, that's a, a beautiful girl. Um, and then you click on her page and sure, she's a NPC competitor. Um, so yeah. yeah, I guess what I was trying to say before is people are just, People are almost just underinformed, you know, underinformed and underprepared. You know, NPC is a, if done wrong, could be a dangerous thing on your body. You know, going through a transformation like that can be pretty dangerous. And I feel like a lot of people think they know what they're doing and just really don't. They just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, that, that's know? that's some of the light I wanted to bring to this. And, um, and I'm not I'm not one to I'm not one to talk too much because I've never been involved in a competition or anything like that. So. It's, this is a full full outsider's perspective from my no, but but that's from my good. You know, that's I, just that's just the vibe that I get from it. The things I see on Instagram, you know, it seems like everybody and their brother is trying to be an NPC competitor, you know, and everybody knows how to do it best. Like when I, in all reality, you know, there's everyone can't be, you know, everyone can't it, be an NPC. It's to a point now where it's like it's just where not you, how it is, you know. If you take if you consider that a professional sport, which some people do, I don't know if I do or not. Um, you have people who are acting and and trying to live, and to some degree, you could you could definitely label myself as this. But you have people who are basically acting like they're um, a professional athlete, or in a sense, um, they're extremely well knowledgeable on the topic. Um, whereas if you're a guy trying to make it in the NBA, uh, and you know you're not in the NBA, but that's something you want to do. Until you make it to the NBA, you really aren't shit. Which I don't mean that in a offensive way. That's just the reality of it. And you're not going to get any huge uh, social media following, for the most part, or um, any kind of publicity. And maybe I'm wrong on this, guys. I don't really. This is. Uh, a little bit of hot water I'm dipping into, but it's a little hot, here. It's a little hot man. Hot water. I I'm not trying to offend anybody, but there are some no, issues no, I have. I'm proud of some very good friends who who compete. You know, I I think it's a great thing for a lot of ways. The thing I, the thing that I hate the most about it, guys, is it's to a point now where everybody and their fucking mother thinks that they're the shit because they did an NPC show, and if you are doing an NPC show, that's awesome. I applaud you like so much because it, it is a grueling process and it takes a ton a ton a ton of dedication and hard work um the thing that i don't like about it is when people are doing it for the wrong reasons um if you're doing an npc show because you're not happy with your body and you think that by losing a bunch of weight and gaining a bunch of muscle and looking better 
it's going to solve all your problems, you are wrong and that's the last thing you should do. Um, you're going to go from an emotional, you're going to go through an emotional roller coaster and when you come out, um, you're going to be even worse than you were before. Um, and that's where the sport kind of gets dangerous because you start to dip into um, mental health issues there and also substance abuse issues. Um, uh, substance abuse is a huge issue when it comes to yeah, um, you know, um, obviously steroids are a real thing, and they are very prevalent in the bodybuilding community. Um, I just think a lot of people who are trying to do the NPC stuff think that the only way to do it is by using drugs to get where you want to be, and um, they don't really f ever take the time to see what they're capable of on their own without or, using drugs yeah or think of the consequences in the first place or think the, of exactly or think of the consequences what happens when the drugs stop you know either. yeah um it's a it's a very double-edged sword that a lot of people they i think they just kind of out of um they make a decision in a split second out of material desires oh rather than considering long-term stuff and that's where people get into a really bad spot. And you see, um, like, Rich Piana was a really, really well-known dude who just passed away this year. Um, if you guys go look at any of his stuff, he was one of the top ten Instagram uh, bodybuilding, more or less, icons, you could say. And he promoted, he, he promoted an anti-drug life. Um, he admitted to abusing steroids for many many years i think he died when he was about 45 and he said he had used drugs since he was about 17 or 18 um and unfortunately that is ultimately what killed the dude um some people can beg to differ but more or less that's what led to his death um i think he died of cardiac arrest i'm pretty sure um it's just it's really sad to see stuff like that happen and but my point is with that is he was one of the biggest promoters of don't use drugs. He said if if you don't need to, don't use drugs. And the point I want to spread is don't use drugs unless you're trying to go pro. Um, there's no point to doing it unless you're trying to be the top dog. And by that I mean you are literally committing your life to bodybuilding. Any other reason you're doing it and you're going to – face a lot of negative drawbacks that you really don't want to deal with and you're probably going to end up in a worse spot than you were before you started um, you're going to be physically um, maybe for a short period of time in the best shape of your life but as soon as you take the drugs out of the equation um, your body's going to go into a even worse state than it was prior to you starting so, so they're addictive man they're drugs, you know. Yeah, it's I mean, hard to, it's hard to get away from them in the first place. Yeah, it's it's and when a, you do it, there will be effects, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a confusing topic. Um, I mean, a lot of people, I know a lot of people who have used drugs, and I don't, um, or who do use drugs right now, and I don't, I don't bash anyone for doing it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but and we're talking we're talking mainly steroids and, and testosterone supplements when we talk about drugs right now. I mean yeah, I'm we're talking, not talking about uh, AAS or, you um, know. performance enhancing drugs, PEDs. Um and they're very widespread in all professional sports. 
Um, I think they should be legalized for professional sports. If you want to, you know, make sports more interesting, definitely let the people, that let the top guys do what they want. Um, I just think the NPC community brings out a lot of bad stuff in people, and it can ruin really good people, and that's what I don't like about it. It's a grinder, and it will chew you up and spit you out just as fast as it'll suck you in. Um, but who knows, man? Maybe someday I'll be up on stage. I've definitely contemplated it. I think it would be something that's good for me to, to see what I can do. But um, I'm going to just leave that one out there and cut it off there before we get in, any deeper into that stuff. So um, now I want to talk about what Brock's got going on. I'm not going to give him an intro. You, you let it go, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Let so, her breathe. So what's up, guys? My name is Brock Johnson. I'm from Longmont, Colorado, a town near Denver. Um, been friends with George, like I said, since elementary school. We went to high school together and all that. And I'm just, I'm really excited for what he's doing and his fitness stuff. I'm really excited for, for my photography stuff. And I'm, I'm really excited to integrate both of those things together and work on these projects together. Um, I've also created a blog that I am going to release this coming week, a project that I'm really excited about. I've been super passionate about writing far longer than even photography, and I've just never found a way to to put my writing or my thoughts out there. And so this blog will be a way for me to just kind of explain my life stories, you know, explain life stories of a 22, 23-year-old, you know, and and tell really what it's like to be an entrepreneur as a young adult because it's hard and there's a lot of struggles but there's a lot of good things that come out of it too so I'm going to talk about all those things just life sports you know it could be anything could be how my week's going so just stay tuned and and we're excited to have you follow along on both of our journeys and and see you along the way so I got a question Brock what is the biggest challenge for you as a full-time student who works part-time What's the biggest challenge for you in order to grow a following on your Instagram and your uh, the soon-to-be blog? What's the biggest challenge you you face? Finding time and being able to prior prioritize that. You know, everyone says that they can put good content out there. You know, for for whatever they're doing, but when it comes down to it, that's all just time. And and when you're going to school and you're working 40 hours, time can be hard to find, you know, to do something on the side, especially if you're not making any money from it. There's not, you know, there's not really any incentive unless it's something you love. So I'd say that's the hardest thing for me is just putting in the true time and effort to, to do what I want and make it. Make I just it want to drop something real quick, guys. They say nothing in life is free. Well, my fucking podcast is free, all right? My podcast is free. So listen to it. True. Keep it going, B. Anyway. Yeah, so that's just it. That's about it. Um, you know, not too much more. So, there. Uh, you're starting a blog. Why did you want to start a blog? I mean, you, you're killing it with the photography stuff. Um, I love some of the stuff you're doing, but what decide? What made you decide to dive into a new platform and and start reaching out? I don't know. I love photography stuff, and I've it's just it's always just been a hobby. You know, I've never sold my photography work or never been hired by anyone you know to to do any big gigs or anything like that you know no big concerts or like huge weddings or anything like that like I do some stuff for people here and there and family friends and stuff like that and and I love doing it but writing is just writing is something that I'm even more passionate about than passionate about than photography and I just feel like it's a good way for 
a young generation to help older people understand what our life is like and help people who are younger than us understand what our life is like because we grew up in a weird technological generation it's it's a generation unlike any other and there's everything's lo- condensed yeah man. there's a lot of weird things that come everything with, is condensed with being a 20 21 22 year old yeah these i think days. the older generations really struggle to understand yeah. why millennials and people our age do the stuff we do yeah. so that's and so big... i just love putting i just love putting that out there giving people a little bit of insight some stories i don't know just cool funny weird could be quirky things you know i don't know it's just it's always just been exciting for me to let people know what i'm thinking you know and get my ideas out into the world something that i love to do so that's where my inspiration for this blog came from i just i mean i don't care if one or two or three people listen i just i just love sharing what i know and sharing what i believe in so that's what i'm gonna do with it do you have any like long-term visions or goals for either of the of the photography or blog? i don't know maybe a book or something in the works someday you know Ooh, maybe like get it. some photos some some writing and some stories and stuff put it all together in a book get it bound up real nice i don't know all right just thoughts okay. early thoughts Hi guys but anyway yeah it's just been it's been good uh talking to you guys and and letting you guys know a little bit about myself and and what i'm doing and what george and i are doing so i'll i'll hand it back over to george to finish up here we'll get things <laughs> yeah. going we'll get you guys on the road there we go pathway to success hey, baby this is the shortcut to getting fucking ripped and getting rich okay that's what we're doing here we're teaching you guys how to live and be an entrepreneur and get jacked at the same time so uh Hey, Brock, real quick, if anybody wants to follow your work, how, where can they find you at? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at B.A. Johnson Photography, or uh, you can go to my blog, my website at bajohnsonphotography.weebly.org. We'll probably see that. You'll promote it on oh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so. yeah I'll be putting some – I'm going to put my first blog up in the next couple of days, and I'll be promoting that on Instagram. So you guys will see that on my Instagram account. So keep your eyes open for that. I'm sure George. I'll keep have George. I'll have George throw something out there on his account for it too. Yeah, I might. I I owe him a favor too, so we might promote. It's good to cross pro, cross promote with some like-minded people, guys. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. All right. Well, hey guys. Big thanks, things. Thanks for listening. We got a lot of big, big things, things coming. coming. Big things coming. This is the Big and Lean in 15 podcast. Checking out. Boom, boom.